Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. The colony of Virginia was settled in 1607 by Englishmen who were loyal to their king and devoted to the Episcopal Church. So, in the colony's charter, the Episcopal Church was declared the official religion, and departure from the Episcopal Church was treated as treason against the state. In 1611, the governor of Virginia required every man in the colony to be questioned by the Episcopal minister about his religious beliefs. Failure to comply resulted in whippings that were carried out regularly until the offender asked for pardon and agreed to obey the church. In 1643, the colony of Virginia enacted a law forbidding anyone to teach or preach, publicly or privately, who was not an ordained Episcopal minister. The first offense was punished by banishment from the colony. The second offense, by imprisonment. In 1673, it was ordered that an Episcopal church be built on every plantation. Attendance to that church was mandatory. Those not attending would be heavily fined. And the tax that paid the minister's salary was also mandatory. No one could sell their tobacco crop until they had paid that tax. These kinds of laws continued in the colony from the time it was settled until the Revolutionary War. Due to this heavy religious persecution, there's no record of any Baptist churches in Virginia in the 1600s. Baptists came to Virginia in the 1700s from basically three places, from England in 1714, from Maryland in 1743, and from New England in 1754. The first Baptist church in Virginia was established in 1714 in Isle of Wight County. In 1774, that church became the Mill Swamp Baptist Church, and they're still in existence today, still preaching the gospel. The group that ultimately had the greatest impact in Virginia was the group of Baptists that came from New England. In 1754, Shubal Stearns arrived in Virginia from Connecticut. Shubal Stearns had been saved under the preaching of George Whitfield and had eventually become the pastor of a group of New Lights, converts of the Great Awakening. After Stearns was convinced that Baptist doctrine was true Bible doctrine, he and his congregation were baptized by immersion. He believed God was calling him to take the gospel to unevangelized places. So, he packed up his family, and they headed south, along with a few other families from their Connecticut congregation. He attended a Baptist church in Berkeley County, where he joined up with his brother-in-law, Daniel Marshall. And they soon traveled together to Sandy Creek, North Carolina, where they established the miraculous ministry that would plant a multitude of churches throughout the South. Later, Daniel Marshall traveled back through Virginia, preaching, winning souls, baptizing converts, and planting churches. One of the people saved and baptized was a man named Dutton Lane, who soon surrendered to preach, and in 1760, he started a Baptist church. Though the church was heavily persecuted, it flourished, and by 1770, they had started five other churches. By 1774, there were 54 Baptist churches in Virginia that were the product of the efforts of Shubal Stearns, Daniel Marshall, and Dutton Lane. 
Samuel Harris was an influential Baptist preacher who became known as the Apostle of Virginia. He was born in Hanover County in 1724, and he grew up to hold numerous prominent positions in society. He was sheriff, justice of the peace, a colonel in the militia, a member of the Virginia House of Burgesses, and he oversaw the military forts in his region. When he was 34 years old, Samuel Harris was riding his horse near Staunton, Virginia, in the course of his duties when he noticed a house where people were assembling. He rode up to the small crowd and asked, What is happening here? Someone said, Preaching. Samuel Harris dismounted, and in his impressive uniform, he walked into the house. Wanting to remain as inconspicuous as possible, he sat in the back corner behind a loom. The preaching of God's word gripped his heart, and as the invitation began, Colonel Harris collapsed to his knees in prayer. When the service was over, some men walked over to see if they could help him, but he was completely unresponsive. After a short time, while the remaining people were deciding what to do for him, Colonel Harris jumped up shouting, Glory! 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 He was soon baptized by Daniel Marshall, and he immediately began telling everyone he could about Jesus. He rode to Fort Mayo and preached the gospel to the troops there with such energy that another officer accused him of being drunk. Colonel Harris began investing his money in the work of the ministry. He'd been building a very large house for his family when he was saved, and he decided to give that new house to be a meeting house for the church, while he and his family continued to live in the much smaller house. He faced strong opposition and persecution as he traveled and preached throughout Virginia, driven out of the pulpit in Culpeper, dragged by the hair in Orange County, and arrested and imprisoned in other places. Nevertheless, the history books say that there was scarcely a place in Virginia where Samuel Harris did not preach. He died in 1794, having made a huge eternal impact for Christ in Virginia. Christian, persecution and opposition can't stop the gospel. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.